Last thing I want to, to speak to, um, we've gotten quite a few uh, emails and comments from folks this week, as you can probably all imagine. Um, I think there are even a couple people here that will speak on the topic. But I wanted to address real quick the conversations. Really, this is for the board as much as anyone. We've got a lot of emails about First Amendment and whether or not this ordinance or what we're deciding tonight is a violation of the First Amendment. Just so we're clear, that is not the role of this board. This board is not First Amendment uh, attorneys. Uh, we're not uh, judicial um, in, the, in, the, in the aspect of deciding the First Amendment or violations thereof. Our job is to adhere to the laws, local ordinances, and state laws. And as long as those laws are still in the book, that's what we're tasked to do. Um, if someone wants to challenge an ordinance or a law as a First Amendment violation, there is a process for that. There's a judicial process for that, and our country uh, lives by that process, and I would encourage you to do what you need to do, uh, what you feel like you want to do. Um, and at, at which point that those are identified as First Amendment violations by the courts, then the board will take those up and consider those further. But our job is to follow local, state, and local ordinances and laws, and that's what we will do. Um, that being said, I'd like to call the meeting to order. Uh, I've been asked by a board member to, to move one item on the agenda up uh, from the bottom of the agenda. Uh, so, reader, this is uh, your, your item and your staff report related to juvenile cards. Okay. Uh, so we would like to move, move that, com that conversation up and discuss that now before we go into the reports for the committee. Do you need me to go up there? Um, probably, just so that you can hear. No microphones, but it still carries a lot better from there. I'll use my microphone. <coughs> Uh, one of the things that I was tasked with checking on uh, from the last board meeting in July was to see what the possibility was of being able to, with our new system, COHA, to be able to make juvenile cards where uh, they could uh, not be allowed to check out adult materials. Uh, Lauren did check with COHA that it can be done. Uh, it's a process, but it can be done. Um, our thinking is that if we do this, we need to make it where parents opt in. If they want their child to be able to check out adult materials, they can do so. And, and if not, then they can just have a strict So that's, we haven't gone any farther with that, because I was just tasked to find out if we could do that. So yes, we, we are able to do that. Okay, for, for the benefit of, obviously, a lot of the public that was in our last meeting as well as Dean was in our last meeting. At our last meeting, there was a discussion about our library cards. Currently, they're set up uh, pretty much they're all the same. Uh, whether you're a youth or a child or an adult, you get the same card and you can essentially check out. I know there's a little variations in video games and things like that, but from a book perspective, um, a, a child's card is no different than an adult's card or vice versa. Um, obviously, in, in the ordinance that uh, the city of Murfreesboro passed, one of the things that, or the primary focus, is keeping inappropriate act, uh, material out of the hands of children. Um, to be able to do that, we need to control what they're checking out to some regard. Uh, so what we've asked Rita and the staff to do is identify if we could create a, a children's card, a young adult card, and an adult card. Uh, automatically, they would be set, uh, at least what we requested, is automatically they would be set to uh, deny so 
uh, 12, uh, 11 and under can only check out children's books. So 17 to 12 year old will be able to check out young adult and children's books. And then over 17 will be able to check out everything. Um, but we are also, um, I'd ask also to include an option for parents to be able to opt in or opt out. Uh, by default, the child, the card would be cut off, but a parent would have the option to say, I want my child to be able to check out adult material. And if they went into their profile and selected that option, then their child's card would be turned on for that content. Um, by default, it would be off. Um, only if the parent selected it would be out. If they go back, if they change their mind, they go back and change their mind. Um, Rita, yeah. I would assume so, yes. Yeah. You, you know, it goes both ways, so yeah. of a person or particular or portion of the human body 
that depicts nudity, sexual con conduct, excess violence, or sadomasochistic abuse, and that is harmful, harmful to minors. And in the second part, it, it lays out any book, pamphlet, magazine, printed matter, otherwise reproduced, or sound recording, which contains any matter enumerated in the subdivision above, or that contains explicit and detailed verbal descriptions or narrative accounts of sexual excitement, sexual conduct, excess violence, or sadomasochistic abuse, and that is harmful to minors. So uh, this is a, uh, a class A misdemeanor, and we, so we have an obligation to the city of Murfreesboro passed this ordinance that brought all this to light, right? And we started these conversations. But this was an existing law that's in place right now. So I see this step as limiting the access to minors as an attempt to come into compliance with state law. So we really have to say if we, we are going to monitor, if we're going to police a collection, we're going to let minors have access to it. We then are taking responsibility to police that and ensure there's no content that meets this definition, which this is a, a this is a looser definition than the city of Hartsboro's definition because it, it was obscenity. This is simply um, you know, images of people or portions of a human body that depict nudity, sexual conduct. Uh, excess violence or sadomasochistic abuse. So this is a much broader spectrum that books would fall under this. So there may be some things that wouldn't fall under the city ordinance. There would be definitely things that wouldn't fall under the city of the city of Murfreesboro's ordinance that would fall under the Tennessee Code annotated that we have an obligation to not provide. Now there is an exception. Um, I'm, this is, like I said, it's a, the violation is a class A misdemeanor. Uh, there is an exception, and it's an affirmative defense uh, to prosecution under this section that the minor to whom the material or show was made available or exhibited was at the time accompanied by the person's parent or legal guardian or by an adult with the written permission of the parent or legal guardian. So I think the parent giving us permission would count as that stipulation. So I think that would be an affirmative defense for the library to be able to say, hey, we, you know, your, your child was provided material that met this definition because we have the parent's permission on, on file. And that would give the parent complete authority to, to do that. But I think that's the risk. Every, every collection we open up to children checking out, we then need to police to make sure this material is not there. And I'm assuming that would be a, 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 a daunting task. Yeah, so that's kind of where my thought was going, Raleigh, was that um, I, I completely understand the perception or the perspective you're bringing, but if we decided that, let's say we wanted to allow biography or historical, historical related documents or even biblical or any, any of those uh, general services type documents that are books available, then we're going to have to take the responsibility to make sure that they're compliant. And, and right now, we're having trouble figuring out how to make, take uh, 
control the young adult and children at all, much less the rest of the country. And hearing what you said, does the state law trump what the city ordinance is? Yes. Always. 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 Because I want to make sure that the parents being involved with it, because when I read the city ordinance, it did not give an exception for a parent being with a child checking out. Well, the city ordinance only the city only ordinance only covers items that are in the section for minors. The state law covers everything. Okay. And the state law predates the Murfreesboro ordinance, so this is really something that should have been followed well before the Murfreesboro ordinance was passed. Okay, so we still have a motion on the floor and, and a second. Is there any other discussion before we move on? Seeing none, we will, uh, all those in favor of moving forward with the proposal as stated, say aye. 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 Any opposed? So just to clarify, so that I have this right, you want a juvenile card that only checks out juvenile items, a young adult that can check out young adult and juvenile, and adult that is anything, and but parents can give their permission for their child to have those privileges to check out adult materials. Correct. Okay. Uh, by default, the permission will be on. But by default, yeah. they, you know, they will not be allowed to, the restrictions will be there for each card. And, and just a point of clarification, just to make sure. And a parent could tell, could give a 12-year-old the authority, the, the privileges to check out young adult books, if that was something. That was the one thing that you didn't mention and bring it back, but that was my understanding. Yeah, absolutely. It, all of them would have, you know, they could give a six-year-old. Yeah, it's, it's kind of all of them. Okay. So we just need to clarify what they're giving permission for. Okay. 